0: Welcome to What the Shuck, the podcast where anything gets said and anything goes. I'm Muddy River Sports Editor Matt Shuckman, and joining me, longtime friend,
1: colleague, all-around good guy, Ben Marth. Man, is it good to see your smiling face, brother. How are you, brother? I'm good. Now better now that I've seen you and this we've is... had a chance to reminisce a, a little bit.
0: It's always fun, isn't it, to to catch up and and talk sports
1: and talk family and anything and everything else. Well, the good thing, and I've always always enjoyed our conversation our relationship but you know you can really i think define a relationship on how things go once you haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks or months yeah, or years true can you pick up where you left off can you just immediately have that cohesion and uh, you and i have, fortunately have always had that
0: no question about it and it goes back again okay so no conversation about our relationship <laughs> can go anywhere without the very first story. Yes. The very first game we ever broadcast together turned into a,
1: a memorable weekend. August 30th, 2002, I believe would be the exact date. At Macomb. Yes, Macomb High School. Would that have been week one or week it two was, of this It was,
0: It was week one. It was, week, it was the season opener, Quincy Notre Dame at Macomb. You and I broadcast the game live on radio. Yeah, And as that night unfolded, lo and behold... A baby Martha appeared. <laughs> the
1: day later, day later, uh, I'll never forget that phone call when my wife called frantically, <laughs> and I was just about to interview Bill Cannell, and she called me, and and this was before Bill Cannell and I had had had, had a working I mean, relationship. This was your first
0: game in first, Quincy, yeah,
1: first game ever broadcast. Yeah, we were on
0: you know, WGM. You were yep. at sport. You started as a radio play-by-play guy at WGM, then became sports director for sixteen
1: years. Yep, yep. So. But that was that was, night number one. <laughs> My wife <laughs> called me saying that her water broke, yep. and uh, and we had to quickly, you know, get the interview with Coach Dunn, and then I ran to the old radio van, uh, the old W G E M radio van, uh, which should never have been driven on any roadways, but we were driving it that evening, and you, um, showing off your old Blue Devil athleticism, oh yeah, rushed down the uh rushed down the stairway and and the bleachers and immediately got to the van in record time
0: yeah and i i think well because that was when we still had to go the old way so you had to go through plymouth and bowen and stuff you're right to to get to macomb there wasn't the you know the new highway or anything like that so i think i caught my breath about bowen maybe golden (laughs) but and and the uh, the 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 other side of that is you had never been on those roads. Yeah. So I had to play navigator as well because you were driving. Yeah. Um, and it was just, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And then, you know, we'll never
1: forget that night. I won't. No, I'll never. never forget that. I'll never forget when, when Coach Cannell told me that we only needed a question or two. He realized it, you know, just a couple of yeah. years prior. Jackson was born and, of course, right. Shelby before that. And so he knew. Well, he understood <laughs> what was going on. And. Yeah, those were memorable times, man. Those were great times. Um, and now that baby
0: boy that appeared that weekend, Jack, yeah, is now a college athlete.
1: Yeah, 19 years old. Unbelievable. Wow.
0: But and you had a cool experience last weekend. You got to see your son play his first collegiate football game.
1: It was unbelievable, man. I mean, it was... It was surreal in a lot of ways because, you know, you come to Truman State where he plays now, and you don't know anybody from a – you know, you have such great relationships with all your high school parents that you're yep. around, and so you don't know anybody. Right. You're showing up as a true freshman. He was one of two true fresh, true freshmen that played in that game for Truman State. This uh, was at Davenport. Correct. So in Davenport, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Michigan yep, in, in Grand Rapids, wonderful facility, yep. and had a chance to watch him play. And, you know, you're in purple all of a sudden. You're used to wearing <laughs> navy blue and Vegas gold, and you show up in purple. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, it was an unbelievable experience, one that I'll cherish forever. And he's been through a couple of injuries in, in, in the past couple of years. So you cherish every moment because you just don't know Correct. what can happen next.
0: With that said, obviously you've been through a lot. What was it like to sit there and go, my son is on the field playing college football? Did, did, did you have that moment like, oh,
1: my I did. He's out there. I did. It was the first play of the game. I mean, yeah, he was on, he was on kickoff. Yeah, uh, he was on kickoff. We lost the toss. Davenport won it, deferred to the second half, so we got the ball first, and he got absolutely trucked <laughs> <laughs> in kickoff. <laughs> and he'll admit that to you as well. Yeah. He got thrown to the ground, but wasn't thrown to the ground the rest of the game. Um, yeah. He learned right away that you're not in high school football anymore. Right. You're in college football. It was fun to see him go against a six foot seven, three 325-pound left tackle, a transfer from Auburn. Um, and see him have success. That was that was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, two tackles, tackle and a half for loss. So, it, it did some nice things in that game. He did.
1: Yeah. Um, hey.
0: it, and that was fun to see. It was fun to see. It was fun to see your updates. Um, I know the coaching staff over at Truman. I know how high they are on him. I told him to give him as much grief as possible. Please do. You know, yes. make, him, make him run extra sprints just for being your son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Let's if hope. they have to. So, yeah. Um, But you have to wear purple now. That's right. Have you adjusted to that?
1: I have. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you feel like Barney, you know, walking around sometimes (laughs) wearing all that purple. But, man, is it purple? I like that color. And they've got a new logo now. They've kind of mixed in a Carolina blue to their logo a little bit. which was a little different. Um, But it was fun. It was fun to be around some of those parents who have been around the program now for years. You know, I counted the roster. 49 freshmen on Truman State's roster. Now, obviously, those are three different kinds of freshmen. True. You know, you got your red shirt, and then you've got your COVID freshman. Yep. You know, so you've got three different types of freshmen, but then you've you've got some sophomores in there. You know, uh, Cody Schrader, who was GLVC offensive player of the week, sophomore,
0: impressive,
1: two hundred and seventeen yards, you know, four touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, The quarterback, you know, you know, he's going to be a nice player. He was he had a nice spring. So didn't
0: didn't, wasn't it Nolan Hare that started? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Blair Oaks.
1: Blair Oaks High School. I know, Coach
0: Kilday is very high on him. Yeah. Very very excited about this offense. Um, But you mentioned that. You mentioned you have three freshmen. You have true freshmen, retro freshmen, and COVID freshmen. And your true freshman son got in. Yeah. That says a lot about his work ethic, says a lot about his – talent and his demeanor and all the things we can the glowing praise I gotta give him glowing praise now because he's not here because if he was here I wouldn't say any of that because
1: his head would swell <laughs> you know, no, you don't need any more of that but he knew going in Matt yeah. that he had an opportunity they told him you know there was a couple of guys that had some off the field and issues and so he was going to be a guy that could get some minutes if he performed well in the off season, and he. During the summer, um, you know, use that as sort of motivation to be prepared. Worked out uh, significantly with Bryce Douglas, um, you know, former Northern Iowa standout, right. the son of Bruce Douglas. Um, yep. Bryce has done tremendous work with not only Jack, but uh, Wilson Henning, Brock Wiley, some other guys on the QND football team and others uh, around the area, yep. um, ha- worked extensively with Bryce. And not just this summer, but has done this now for about a year. Right. And Bryce, you know, had an opportunity in the NFL uh, at one point and so has really kind of taken him under his wing, and we're very thankful for that.
0: That's neat. That's neat. It's neat how people connected to the community come back to the community and give back to the community. Um, yep. And, and you've given a lot to this community over your years of service, which now you can sit back and be a dad. <laughs> um, but it's different, isn't it? Going from cameraman on the sidelines or sitting in front of the anchor desk to sitting in the stands cheering. It is,
1: yeah. It's a totally different experience, especially when you're working with a deadline.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Was it a heart adjustment?
1: At first, not really. I remember that first football game that Jack played in as a sophomore, as a varsity starter at Lexington. Mm -hmm. And I remember being as obnoxious and loud as I possibly could, Chuck. (laughs) You know what? I told myself I was going to give myself one game to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because for 16 years, you couldn't be. (laughs) Couldn't be that guy. Right. I couldn't be partial. And I didn't want to be partial. Yeah. I wanted to be just as impartial to Quincy High as I was to Quincy Notre Dame as I was to Palmyra whoever it was, Hannibal, yeah. um, because that's what you have to do in journalism. But I remember, and I think Jeff Bodorf would probably uh, attest to this, that I was a complete idiot that game. Yeah. I mean, I yelled at the officials. I was boisterous. I was stupid. I was an idiot. And I told myself driving home, never, ever, ever again will I be that guy. But I wanted to give myself two and a half hours of being an idiot. Okay. <laughs> How's that any different than all the lunches we've had over the years? Right. Well, one thing that I
0: truly miss were those Friday lunches. Oh, man. There, there, there's – for people who don't have a group of guys that you can get together with, guys, gals, you know, go out to lunch, go out to dinner, go have drink, whatever it is, if you have that group that gets together like that and you do it consistently, you have so much fun. And over the years, we did that. Yep. Every Friday, we had lunch together as a group and the group wasn't always the same but it was the, the the some of the main guys as you know every week would show up and there was no such thing as a lunch hour no. because it never it, there's no way we could get it all done in an hour i remember
1: looking at my watch a handful of times and it's like 145, and i'm like holy <laughs> yeah. holy crap man we i've got to get ready for a friday night
0: well and and think about it now you you've moved on from the media business tyler tomlinson moved on from yep. the media business and is enjoying a quite a nice run as the women's soccer coach at Culver Stockton. Eric Urban is still doing games. Um but he's now in insurance sales from where he w- used to work in in media. Uh Donald O'Brien, Mr. BBB. <laughs> hey, you know me, Mr. BBB. Of course. Um you know, he's moved on and 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 we can't forget our boy. Hooch. Yes. Yes. So, yes. This would uh it's coming up uh, this weekend, I think, would have been his fortieth birthday.
1: Mm. So it's ironic that I go down highway six now all the time. Yeah. And I go by his grave site and think about I go by the church in which he had we had the visitation and the funeral or the uh, the service. Yep. And I think about him every time. And then of course you drive by Highland and his face is his you know, they've got the mural on the back of the press box at Highland, which is so cool. Yes. in honor of him. I think about him daily. I know you do too.
0: Yeah. No, I have, when he passed, you know, and obviously he was working at WGM at the time, and, and we they they made the hooch buttons for all of us to wear, and we wore them the first game after that mm-hmm. happened. The QHS Q&D game. You and I broadcast the game together, and we both had our hooch buttons yep. on. And, you know, I have that in my desk at home. So every, t- every night, practically, I work at my desk at home, and I open the drawer, and there it is. <laughs> and it's just, and it's going to stay there, whether it's, in the drawer, or, or sitting on a shelf, or something, it will always be there.
1: Yeah, isn't that amazing? I mean, yeah. just the, the just the memories of of not only those Friday lunches, but the sports trivia nights and oh, the, yeah. all the different events and games we'd see each other and the jokes and you know you miss those times. The back
0: That's, the backyards at the Marth House. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, which those stories don't need to be retold. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there, I mean those. That's what I miss, Chuck. is yeah. I miss our interactions on a daily and weekly basis. I miss the coaches that you deal with, the wonderful people that we deal with in this area, the athletic directors, the athletes. I mean, those are the times you don't miss. I don't miss the grind. I mean, the job. The job is really difficult. It you know, People be. ask me all it the really time, do you, miss, do you miss being on the air? I miss parts of it. I miss the interactions yeah. with all of the people that I dealt with on a daily basis. I don't miss the two a.m. bedtimes and then getting back up at seven and looking on social media and your emails and making sure you didn't miss anything.
0: The road trips to Rensselaer, Indiana, <laughs> or, or places like that. Yeah, I right. mean, the, the the stories we could tell of road trips, whether it was for high school game, QU games, yeah, equipment getting stolen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff spilled on you in press row. Oh yeah. I yep, mean there are many. There there are countless and you know, over time we may share some of some more of those. Yeah. Um but right, right now, obviously I know you're very involved in being a dad. Jack's playing at, at Truman State, Lily's playing volleyball at Q and D, Caden's playing sixth grade football. Yeah. Um, so you, you're very busy in that. Are you able to still get a grasp of what's going on in the area? Are are you picking up on things like Hannibal football's really good or a volleyball team or a softball team? Are you
1: still paying attention? It's a great question. And it's, of course, I mean, I can't get away from it. I mean, I, I love it. I mean, I still, I still, obviously my job is, that I'm currently doing is is very, um, you know, very time consuming yes. and I enjoy it thoroughly. But when I'm not working, uh, I do enjoy catching up with with what you do here at Muddy River Sports, what Chris Dewar does at KHQA. You know, he's obviously done this for a long time. You both have done it for 20, 30 years. Um, so it's always fun to be able to kind of bounce things of, of what I want to learn off of what you guys tell me. I'm not in it uh, as much as obviously right. I was, but I still keep up with, with, yeah. I mean, because there's so many still great coaches and, and no people question. in our area.
0: Well, there's so many guys that you get to know over the years. And, and it may be a guy you deal with one season, but yet you develop a, a relationship with that coach and they move on to a different school, but they still follow you on Twitter or, or you still connect via DMs on Twitter or or Facebook, or stuff, things like that. Um, and this area, we've been blessed with so many good people at the coaching level that we've built relationships with. And one that stands out to me is, will forever be one of my favorites, is Mark St. Clair. Yeah. And, and I know you've had the opportunity over the years to, to deal with him, and it's great to see him still coaching. In a you know in an assistant capacity but he's doing something he loves yeah and it's really cool
1: to see saw him at Casey barbecue just a few weeks ago and we talked about it and he talked about how what he's doing at Bowling Green and how much he loves it and he yeah. doesn't have to be a head coach anymore and all right. the responsibilities of the company with that but then he talked about because I wanted to get his perspective on Aeneas Williams you know you hear so much about Aeneas and how incredible he is and justifiably so but I wanted to hear somebody's perspective that would be kind of in the know when it comes to that true and, and he just talked about He's the best guy he's ever seen uh, come out of northeast Missouri.
0: And and that says a lot because Coach St. Clair in his 22 seasons at Hannibal had a ton of talent. Yeah. You know, he's got a guy playing at Indiana right now. Yep. You know, so, you know, a guy played was a starting safety at Bowling Green. Yeah, Jerry McBride. You know, you know, you you start looking at at who he had over the years and who Hannibal has had over the years. Then you start going, wow, Aeneas Williams got an offer from Oregon as a sophomore. (laughs) And so, you know, more offers are going to come. Yeah, and especially when you see what he just watch him on the field. He's just at a different level, and the the only thing I have recently to compare it to is Jirel Brock. Mm-hmm. Jirel Brock was on a different level when he was on the field at Quincy High School. Yeah, Aeneas is on a
1: different level. I think Abby Shrek is going to be that way too yeah. uh, as a basketball player at you know, QND. She's that type of yes. difference maker. They're just different. I mean, you know she's a six foot player. They can play any position on the floor. Yeah. Jirel could have you could have put him anywhere. He, no. played, he could have played quarterback. I mean, he yeah. could have played on the offensive line. You could play him anywhere. I think that's what really differentiates people that are at a different level is the fact that they can do anything on the field yep. and have success in it.
0: And isn't it fun to – we saw Jack Rose recruiting up close. Um, I, I go back to when Jack Cornell got recruited by Big Ten schools and saw that up close. Um, and, you know, and we've seen different levels of recruiting – for some of the best athletes in the area. But you see what you see in Abby Shrek and what she's going through with, it just keeps getting bigger. You know, you start at a D2 level and you get, a, you get an offer from a Drury, the top, arguably the top D2 women's basketball program in the nation. Then you start to get lower to mid-major D1s. Now you're starting to see Big Ten schools show interest. And it just that, that climb, um, it's neat to see a kid get those kind of opportunities. And wh- wherever she ends up or wherever Aeneas Williams ends up or like Jarell Brock, who has stayed at Iowa State, even though a lot of people thought, is he going to leave? Is he going to leave because he's got Brees Hall a- ahead of him? Well, he didn't. He stayed because he made a commitment. He ma- he wants to get an education. And I think the same. you'll see the same with Abby Shrek. She's going to make the best decision for her. But it's neat to see that rise, isn't it?
1: It is. And Jirel knows that his time's coming. I mean, you know, yeah. he's uh, he, he he's, he's still got, what, three or four years of eligibility? Yes. I mean, he, so he's got plenty of time, and he's a freak, and he will be fantastic when he gets to 15, 20, 25 carries a game. And, and Aeneas is a sophomore. I mean, we still have two and a half more years of watching him play football. Crazy. Abby's still got another two years of basketball of watching her. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you and you start to see them – kind of be kind of take their game to a whole new level as years go by. That's one it's fun to watch their progress.
0: What what I find most interesting about that that level of talent from this area is the 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 lack of ego. And as you get better, as you get more accolades, as you get more attention, it's easy to get a big head. And every one of those kids has always been humble about it, has always been respectful about it, has always been willing to willing to talk, willing to say hi. You run into him on the street. Hey, how's it going? It's it, There's no – I remember Jirel at a, at a soccer game. I'm sitting in the stands by myself. Boom. Who plopped down next to me? Jirel Brock yeah. with a cup of ice cream. He had gotten done with football practice, had run and gotten some ice cream, came back to the stadium to watch the soccer game, and yeah, he, he was going to go sit in the student section, but he came down to say hi. That was it. Just plopped down. <laughs> you know? And it just – Again, we've been very blessed in this area to have kids like that. And it goes back to parenting. It goes back to coaching. It goes back to you know, schools. It goes back to community. We're blessed to be in this community.
1: Yeah, and I see, you see that in two boys basketball players here, in Jeremiah Talton yes, and Danny right. Stevens. <laughs> no question. I mean, two very grounded, uh, humble young men who know their future is very bright. Yes, no But no you're question. right. Uh, you rarely do you see an athlete like that that is going to be the opposite, at least in our region, in our area. Yeah. We're pretty fortunate in that aspect. And and I think it comes back down to the
0: way you're raised. Very, very humble kids, very, very community-minded kids. And I think our our athletic programs, whether it's the junior high, the high school, the college level, do things the right way in this community because they're part of the community. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm blessed to say I'm from here.
1: Yeah, and you're lucky too. And I've I can now kind of consider myself. You're <laughs> yes, you, I <laughs> know you. Grew, 20 years.
0: I know you grew up in the St. Louis area and all that <laughs> stuff. But you're you're a
1: Quincyan now. That's right, and I feel uh, very prideful yeah. in that aspect. You know, I mean, this is a great community, great city that supports uh, everything from not only athletics to the band to cheer to palm, whatever it is. So, are you at Stokes Stadium this weekend? I am not. They're no, on the road. Yeah, we'll be at Wayne State You're at University. you okay, that's right. In uh, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Ooh,
0: you um, got a long haul.
1: Mm, yeah. yeah. I haven't been to Detroit in a long time. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, and then the Hillsdale College comes next week. That's right. To Truman.
0: That's right. I couldn't remember the schedule
1: off the top of my head. But. And then at Tiffin, Ohio, and then Lindenwood for our first conference game. So, some fun road trips. <laughs> but, yeah, it you is. know,
0: you'll, I, yeah, I know you've been to Stoke Stadium and the, the upgrades they've done over there, it's – you're gonna really enjoy your Saturdays at Stokes. It's a good, great place. It is, you know, and you're gonna enjoy four years of following Jack play
1: college football. It will be. It'll be extraordinary. I, I look forward to to what it all entails, and just hopefully he continues to progress and stay healthy. Well, I know you have lots to do. You got volleyball matches to get to
0: for Lily, and yeah. and football on this on the weekends for Caden, and and road trips for Jack. But I appreciate you taking some time to to sit down and chat and. We need to do this again.
1: I would love to, man. It was very humbled when you called and asked if I'd be willing to join and be one of your first guests on this excellent podcast. Well, this is uh, this has been fun.
0: We're gonna we'll give you more stories and regalia with more, and <laughs> we may have to get a little more spicy. We didn't get quite anything goes on what the shuck this time, but we had a great time. Uh, I, I, I know I will have made it once I get to the tailgate. If I get on the All tailgate. You I will. know I will have made it. Well, you will. And, and you, we got some plans for Shuck on the Truck. We got to get back to that. So, But thank you so much. Really appreciate the time. Be safe on the road. A pleasure, man. Good to see you. This has been What's Shuck. I'm Matt Shuckman, editor of Muddy River Sports. Check us out online. Have a great day.